Open your Bibles, if you would, to the book of Daniel, chapter 6. Daniel, chapter 6. We have been talking on Sunday nights about being authentic. And uh, people today in today's world around us are looking for people that are genuine and real and authentic in their Christian life. And I think it's an imperative that we, as members of our church here, will be the kind of people that someone won't look at and say, you know, they go to that church down there, but they just don't act like a Christian. I hope that's never said of the people that go to our church. I hope that, uh, that people have good, um, good thoughts, good comments, that when they see us in the community, that they will know that uh, there is something special about our lives and uh, that we are, have a good testimony to those. Uh, we understand that, you know, we're not perfect. Uh, we're, we're, we have, we, all of us are sinners saved by grace. We, we have issues that we deal with and sometimes we, we, um, we you know, we lose it, we mess up, we... We spout off, we, we do things that just, it shouldn't have happened. Uh, and, and, you know, and once it happens, it's, it's hard to reel back and, and take it back. It's, it's already out there, and, and uh, uh, we, we sometimes we fail in that area. But I, I pray that people around us will see that we are different as we go day by day. Uh, I hope that people with, that at work and know us, that work around us, can see that there is something unique about our lives. If we, if we don't have that kind of impact on the people that are around us, we better take a look at our own life. Because if we are blending in that well, chances are we're not living the life that we ought to be living uh, in, in, the, in, the, in a community, in our little circle, in our realm of, of life. Uh, we talked about the battles that we face as, as, as Christians, a battle with fear. Uh, will you take a stand? And, and last week we talked about Daniel in the first chapter and, and how he took a stand. He, he, made a, he made a decision. We talked about the battle with comfort. Will you step out of your comfort zone? Will you be willing to do things that you've never done before? Something that just isn't normal for you. It's out of your, uh, your, your uh, comfort area. Uh, and then with the battle of apple, apathy, will, will you get involved? Sadly, some people just don't care. Some people don't care about what's going on around them. As we look at Daniel chapter 6, uh, we find that the Bible says that, uh, that Daniel was faithful. We mentioned that last week, that Daniel was faithful. We'll get to that in just a moment. In chapter 1, Daniel was a teenager. That's about around 600, uh, 600, 605 B.C. He was a teenager. He'd been carried off into captivity. He's away from mom and dad. He's away from everything he knows. And he's in a place where he had to take a stand of whether he was going to, to blend in with the group or whether he was going to take a stand for Christ, for, for God, and follow, follow God with his life. And, and, and so we saw that as a teenager. And now in this chapter, in chapter 6, Daniel's about 80 years old. He, he has grown up in this environment, uh, in this pagan environment, 
and, and uh, some some things that uh, uh, have you know he spent his entire life here. Chapter five, we find that Belshazzar, which is the son of Nebuchadnezzar, he's killed, and and that the Babylonian Empire has been been stomped out by the Medes and the Persians. They take over the kingdom and. And uh, Daniel has has had his role in that kingdom, uh, and so Darius takes over uh, the kingdom. He he is a Mede uh, from the Mede group, and uh, uh, he's sixty two years old. And, and uh, this is a uh, uh, you know tonight we're going to talk about Daniel and the lions. Did it's a familiar story. You 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 have uh, heard about it. Uh, children tell stories about it. We teach our children these stories. It just comes up uh, in children's stories about Daniel in the lion's den. Um, we, we see in chapter uh, 1 and verse 8, as a teenager, Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself. He made an absolute decision within his heart that he would not give in to the temptations that were surrounding him. Now he's 80 years old and he is still faithful to God. Boy, what a testimony. What a testimony to be able to say that as a teenager, you took a stand for God, that you refused to defile yourself with the influences that were around you. And then at 80 years old, uh, you're still living for God. What a testimony uh, to have. Um, and so uh, let's take a look at, at, at our text this evening. Uh, again, this is a long chapter, so I won't have you to stand. Uh, uh, but we want to read the entire chapter of Daniel chapter 6. The Bible says it pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 princes, which should be over the whole kingdom, and over these three presidents, of whom Daniel was first, and the princes, that the princes might give accounts unto them, and the, the king should have no damage or no loss. Um, then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Then the presidents and princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could not but they could find none occasion nor fault for as much as he was faithful. Neither was there any error or fault found in him. Then said these men, We shall not find any occasion against this Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. These, then these presidents and princes assembled together to the king and said thus unto him, King Darius, live forever. All the presidents of the kingdom and the governors and the princes, the counselors and the captains have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whosoever shall ask a petition of any god or man for thirty days, save of thee, O king, he shall be cast into the den of lions. Now, O king, establish the decree and sign the writing that it be not changed according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which altereth not. Wherefore, King Darius signed the writing and the decree. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house 
and his windows being open in his chamber towards Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. Then these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. Then they came near and spake before the king concerning the king's decree. Has that not signed a decree that every man that shall ask a petition of any god or man within thirty days save of thee, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions? The king answered and said, The thing is true, according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which altereth not. Then answered they and said before the king that Daniel, which is of the children of the captivity of Judah, regardeth not thee, O king, nor the decree that thou hast signed, but maketh his petition three times a day. Then the king, when he heard these words, was sore to please with himself and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. And he labored till the going down of the sun to deliver him. Then these men assembled unto the king and said unto the king, Know, O king, that the law of the Medes and the Persians is that no decree nor statute which the king established may be changed. Then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel and cast him in the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, Listen, thy God, whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. As the stone was brought and laid upon the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet and with the signet of his lords, that the purpose might not be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting. Neither were instruments of music brought before him, and his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste unto the den of lions. When he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. Uh, and the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God, whom thou servest continually, able to deliver thee from the lions? Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. My God has sent his angels and, and has shut the lions' mouths, and they have not hurt me for as much as before him. Uh, Innocency uh, was found in me and also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. Uh, Then was the king exceeding glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up uh, out of the den and no manner was hurt was found upon him because he believed in his God. And the king commanded... And they brought these men which had accused Daniel, and they cast them into the den of lions, them, their children, and their wives, and the lions had a mastery of them, and break all their bones in pieces, and ever they came at the bottom of the den. Uh, Then King Darius wrote unto all the people, nations, and languages that dwell in all the earth, peace be multiplied unto you. Make a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom men tremble and fear before the God of Daniel, for he is the living God, and steadfast forever. And his kingdom, that which uh, shall not be destroyed, and his dominion shall be even unto the end. He delivereth and rescued, and, and he worketh signs and wonders in heaven and in earth, who hath delivered Daniel from the power of the lions, 
So does Daniel prosper in the reign of Darius and in the reign of Cyrus uh, the Persian. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, for this, uh, the word uh, tonight. Dear Lord, I just pray that you would help us, dear Lord, to see uh, the, the tremendous example that Daniel was to us, dear Lord. And as we face an increasingly a hostile society, dear Lord, I just pray that we will always learn to take a stand for, what's, for, for you, dear Lord, and not to be uh, deterred by the pressures from the world around us. Help us, dear Lord, to always stay true to you. And we know for sure, dear Lord, that you'll be true to us. Thank you, Lord, for all your goodness and your mercy. I just pray you to bless us this message tonight. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. What an incredible story. The kids read about it, and, and, and here is a man that's authentic. Uh, he he puts uh, his his his, uh, his his the faith into action. He's not just words. He puts things to action. As a teenager, he purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself. And now, as an eighty-year-old man, he has found faithful. What a life! What a life does Daniel have? I want to speak about five principles of David's authenticity tonight. Uh, there's, there's five principles that I want to look at tonight. I hope they will speak to your heart about the need to be authentic in the world today. Uh, if you're going to make a difference in the schools that you go to, if you're going to make a difference at the workplaces where you work, in your neighborhood, in your business dealings, we need to be authentic. We need to be real uh, in, in, to, to the world that lives around us. Uh, first thing I want us to see is authentic people uh, need to have a good attitude. Need to have, look at this is taken from verses one through through three, but I want to focus on verse number three. Uh, uh, that the Bible says that he had an excellent spirit. Look at verse number three. It says, "Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king thought to set him over the whole realm." Uh, he had an excellent uh, spirit about him. And this is not talking about the Holy Spirit. We all, obviously, uh, he had the Holy Spirit dwelling in him. This is, this is a, when he uses the word spirit, it's a small s. It's talking about uh, his, his spirit within him, his attitude. Uh, he had a good attitude. He, he had a servant's attitude. He had a, a positive attitude. Can you imagine you know, going through what he had gone through through his entire life from a teenager until 80 years old and, and he didn't become a bitter old man. He, he still had a, had a great attitude to those that were around him. Uh, we, 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 we see a wonderful example. No one wants to be around someone with a bad attitude. Uh, it, it just it, everybody is turned off by anybody with a bad attitude. Some of your parents are probably saying, "I hope my kids are getting this." Uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, and if we want our kids to get it, we, we then we probably need to get it ourselves. Uh, we, we we sometimes we get bad attitudes for different reasons. We get that bad attitude. Bad, bad attitudes can make everyone around you miserable. Uh, it, 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 it's, it, it's when it affects other people around you. When we have a bad attitude, it rubs off on everybody else, and, and they really don't want to be around uh, someone with a bad attitude. Uh, have, have you ever been around people with uh, with has attitude that's always negative? Don't answer that. I know. Okay. They say they can't say anything positive about anybody. 
Uh, I mean, everything that comes out of their mouth is negative. They, they grumble and complain about anything that is out of order. Uh, they like to complain, but, uh, but they don't want to do anything to correct the problems. They, we're just, 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 that's in their nature. You, you've met people like this. Uh, they, they, may, uh, uh, they may say, preacher, well, you don't know what kind of life I've had. Well, I look at Daniel as a teenager. He was taken away from his parents. He was taken to a foreign land. He had to learn a, a new language. He, he had to, to be, uh, live uh, in, in, in exile from his homeland, the homeland he, he, he lived. And now he's 80 years old. And the Bible said he had an excellent spirit in him. Uh, he didn't. He didn't allow it to be, make him bitter. It did not make. It did not make him uh, uh, negative all the time. If your life is in Christ, we should make everyone around us aware of what Christ has done in us. If you've been child, if you're a child of God, other people should be able to see it by your attitude on how you display. Uh, how do you display your attitude? Sometimes we have to claim that, that verse, and, and uh, back in the New Testament, I saw where Katie posted it as her, her favorite verse in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. You know, sometimes we're faced with, with situations that we, it really gets our goat. And, and, and we don't know sometimes what we're supposed to do. We need to claim a verse of scripture from time to time that, that I can get through this. Uh, I, I can do all things with Christ, which strengthens me. Uh, some of you are facing some vis, dis, difficult situations each week. You have some problems, some, some real problems. They're not, uh, they're not uh, uh, imagined. You have some real issues, some real problems. Uh, that you'll face even this week, and and you may say, well, here we go again. You know, this is here it comes again. We you know facing it again. We've had it before, and um, and you may say this will never end. It just uh, it just keeps on coming up, and it keeps uh, uh, bothering us. And, and you may even get to the point where I say I've had it up to here. You know, you you've been there. You know what I'm talking about. We're we're on the verge of blowing our top. Sometimes we just have to take a deep breath and and, and remember I can do all things through Christ, which, which strengthens me. And, and instead of uh, giving in to the flesh and blowing up like what like it's boiling inside of us, we we need to take a stand, take a deep breath, and understand who we are and. And understand when we blow up, it's not very pretty, you know. <laughs> you know, it. You, we're talking figuratively, <laughs> but if you can imagine literally, it's not pretty. It's not pretty figuratively either. When we really blow up, when we lose our cool, listen, we do damage to the cause of Christ. We 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 do damage to those that circle of influence that we have around us. Um, we can get through this, and sometimes if we need an attitude check, remember that verse. Uh, second thing I want us to see is authentic people are known for their integrity, even by their enemies. And we find this in verses 4 through 9. Uh, Daniel's enemies were jealous of him. They scrutinized his, his professional life, 
and couldn't find any fault in him. Look at verse number four. Uh, it says, Then the presidents and princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could not find, uh, could find none occasion nor fault. For as much as was, uh, he was faithful, neither was there any error or fault found in him. They looked at his life, and they were, there was nothing that they could say uh, was his bad trait. I wonder what people would say about us. What would people say about us if given the chance to critique us, to talk about us, and how that they see us? I wonder what they would say about us. They looked at his professional life and found no fault. They looked at his personal life and found no fault. I wonder what people would say about me. Have you ever asked yourself that question? Have you ever honestly asked yourself that question? What would they say about me? Well, the only thing they could find here was a man that was sold out to God. That's all they could find. They, they could find. All that they could find was his devotion to his God. He was not going to deny his God. And so they used that as a ploy to try to get him taken out of the way. Uh, there was, uh, this is where they started thinking how uh, they could trap him. Uh, so they come up with this scheme that uh, to only pray to Darius, who was the lead, uh, the, the, the king of that particular time. He was the Babylonian Empire had been overtaken by the Medes and the Persians, and Darius, uh, being sixty-two years old, he took over. Uh, and and, uh, uh, and so they came up with a scheme that that no man could should should. Uh, plead to any god or to anybody except for Darius for 30 days. Uh, they knew David's, uh, Daniel's ha habits. They had seen his devotion to his God. They knew that he would never uh, uh, give in to that. And so uh, they, they had talked to king and decided this decree. Authentic people are known for their integrity by their enemies. One of the greatest needs that we have Today is integrity, truthfulness, uh, honesty, our character. Um, Tony Dungy said one time, integrity doesn't come in degrees, low, medium, and high. Uh, you either have it or you don't. Uh, you, there's no middle ground there. It's you either have integrity or you don't. Uh, integrity means your behavior matches your beliefs. Uh, you don't just say that you're a Christian, but you, you perform as a Christian should. Your, your testimony reflects what Christ has done in your life. You don't give in to the, the conversations that, that may com congregate in your workplaces, that, that gets a little off color, that might get a little rude and vulgar. You don't participate in those activities. You, 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 know, you walk away and people understand that you don't want to be a part of that kind of conversation. Um, integrity, uh, integrity means your behavior matches your beliefs. Integrity starts from the inside out and not the outside in. Sometimes we try to control people's lives by, by giving them a list of do's and don'ts. But uh, listen, I, I know there are some rules in life, uh, uh, but people must get things right on the inside before they can, can hope to get it right on the outside. Integrity, integrity starts with the heart of a person. 
how, what's in their heart. You know, sometimes I think people have difficulty with uh, um, their integrity because they got a heart problem. That they, they, they've never uh, maybe truly been saved. Maybe they've got uh, issues between the Lord that goes deeper than just their attitude or just deeper than their personality. When a heart situation has been corrected, uh, then we enjoy godly principles. Authentic people are known for their integrity even by their enemies. What do your enemies say about you? What do they say about you? They persecuted Daniel here. Uh, they persecuted him, they tested him, and they were trying to destroy him. Reminded back in the New Testament, Matthew chapter 5, when Jesus is talking, verse number 11, he says, Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. You know, Jesus said, Blessed are you. Daniel was a blessed man. You know, he, he was a happy man. Uh, he, he lived before Jesus spoke those words, but he was a blessed man. He, the principle was the same. He was blessed. Uh, he was a happy man. He was known for his attitude. He was known for his integrity by his enemies. And, and the third thing I want to see is authentic people uh, serve faithfully no matter what the cost. Authentic people uh, serve faithfully no matter what the cost. And that comes from verses 10 through 17. This is about to cost Daniel something uh, in, the, in these verses. It's going to cost him something. Uh, sometimes taking a stand for God is going to cost you something. And, and we need to be willing uh, to, to, uh, to be faithful no matter what the cost. Let's look at verse number 10 of our text. It says, Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went to his, into his house, and his windows being open to the, his chamber towards Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. Notice that, as he did aforetime. This was not uh, Daniel's first time doing this. He didn't do it in spite of the decree as, as in-your-face type deal. It wasn't that way at all. He just wasn't going to change. He had been doing this all of his life, and he wasn't going to, be ch going to change no matter what it cost. He wasn't doing this to provoke them. He was doing what he'd always done. Um, he wasn't going to change. You know that habits are hard to break. Uh, say yes. Yes, I know. Uh, we, we Sometimes we have good habits and sometimes we have bad habits. But it doesn't matter. Habits, whether they're good habits or bad habits, they're hard to break. Uh, uh, we pray in before you eat. You know, sometimes we, we do that out of habit. We know it's normal. It's part of our routine. Uh, and if you don't do it, it's hard to get started. If you do it all the time, uh, you, 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 it, it hits, between, hits you between the eyes if you start eating before you pray. Uh, you know, what, what is the habit that you're getting into? What, what is your habit? How, how is it going? Uh, you know, uh, attending church on a regular basis. You know, uh, when we attend church on a regular basis, we feel weird when we're not here. I mean, we feel like something is wrong. Uh, we're, we're not where we ought to be. But you know, if, if you start missing for a while, guess what? That feeling kind of kind of dies off. You, you, you don't, you, you feel like, well, you know, I'm, you get more comfortable 
in your disobedience. And so whether it's a good habit or a bad habit, they're hard to break, and, but they, they can be broken. Uh, um, uh, giving to God what belongs to him. I, I hope that you folks are, have learned the principles of tithing. I know you have been taught it, and we haven't dealt with that yet here, but uh, it's, it's going to come. Uh, it, you know, it's something that, that, that uh, uh, God is very clear about in his word. Uh, tithing is not a suggestion. It, it's not a goal. Uh, it, 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 is, it, it is clearly stated, uh, if you don't tithe, you're robbing God. Uh, now, I, I know that sometimes, some of you folks, you guys are in a routine. You know exactly when that day comes, when your money comes, and you, you're ready, and everybody. Uh, but some of you are still testing God. and You're not really sure whether his promises are, are going to work in your case. And you might give one time, another time you might give, and, and you're still, your faith is still growing, and you're still struggling with that, and uh, but listen, it works, and we'll get on the subject at some point in time. I won't tell you ahead of time, because you might leave. Uh, but, but I, you know, it, it, the earlier you get it, listen, the better off you're going to be in your life. I can promise you that. I can, I can tell you names of people who did not respect God's law concerning that thing and tell you how their life developed through the years. And on the other hand, I, I can tell you, show people that were barely making it by, but they, they put their faith in God. And you look at them now, and you never knew that they ever struggled in their life. Everything seems to just be falling in place. Listen, God's promises are real. And, and you know, those, pro, those habits, giving to God what belongs to Him, that's, that's a good habit to get into. And, and it's not, it, you know... It, Listen, God don't need your money. Amen. Okay? God, God's got this taken care of. It's not about, about Him needing your money. It, it's about you being faithful to God and doing what your part where God can bless you. And, and, and uh, uh, if you don't want to be blessed, if you think that you can be blessed by keeping the money in your own pocket, you've got some more lessons to learn. Uh, because God's going to get His money. Whether you give it to him or whether you just let things happen, he's going to get it one way or the other. Dr. Bill will come unexpected. Uh, the car breaks down. Repairs around the house. Uh, unexpected bills. Uh, I told you we're not going to get on that right now, but I just, anyway. <laughs> Daniel knew the consequences of, uh, of, of being remaining faithful. He understood the consequences. He was sold out to God. I wonder what it would take for us to say, uh, uh-uh, no way I didn't sign up for this. Can you imagine being in his shoes? Can you imagine? What would it take for us to say, no way, I'm not going to be a part of that. If you knew that coming to church would put your life in Daniel, how many would come? We don't have to face that right now. Nobody is threatening you. No one is. You're not going to come to any harm because you come to church. But if you knew that coming to church would put your life in danger, how many would come? Daniel didn't care. He was de dedicated to God even if it meant 
the lion's den. Even if it meant death, he was going to be dedicated to God. Uh, what would you have done? Maybe you'd have closed your window when you prayed. Maybe, maybe you'd have prayed silently, kind of whispered in your little corner. Maybe, you know, maybe you'd have quit praying. You know, what, what would you have done? Daniel was willing to face any, circum, any consequence and leave the outcome to God. He knew that uh, what he, was the right thing to do, and the Bible says he was faithful. He's an 80-year-old uh, man. He's not changing for anyone. He's sold out to God. Our, our threat is non-existent, and we still fall short with, to God with our lives. Well, what would you do if you, if you had a threat? We worry that someone might think uh, bad about us. Some, uh, what someone might say about us or to us. Be honest with yourself. What, what would you do? When, when, when you're in a restaurant with a group of people, maybe from church, be honest. Do you hope that no one asks you to pray? Do you, do you look around and see who's close by so the volume of your prayer is in relation to how far someone else is and they might hear you? Um, Daniel had always been faithful in his, pray, in his prayer and he wasn't going to change now. Amen. Uh, Daniel was a great example. Authentic uh, people, not only, number four, authentic people trust God even if it's not easy. Verses 18 through 23. Uh, sometimes it seems that uh, easy to trust in God, isn't it? There's no problems, uh, uh, no trials, no troubles. Uh, we say we believe we have faith. Uh, then something happens in our life and it's tough and your faith is going to be tested. Sometimes things happen that test our faith. Now what are we going to do? Um, how would you do if you got the news like John McCain did this week? How would, how would you deal with that? How, how, would, how would you uh, work through that? What would happen? Um, that, that's where Daniel was. Listen, that's, his, this was serious. Uh, you see the, the misery in the king as, as uh, he, he couldn't sleep. He didn't eat. He didn't have a lullaby played for him as he was trying to, to wind down his day. He didn't know music. No, I, you know, but you look at Daniel, and I, I, you know, I bet he had a cat for a pillow. Uh, he, he, he was in that den. Um, are, are there any people here that look like cats? Some people do, and some people don't. We have a, we have a few cats. We have two cats in our, in our house. I, I never thought I would ever be a cat person. You know, one of them. Uh, you know. We, when we go to sleep, they 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 want to be right next to us. They want to they want to cuddle, and uh, they snuggle with us, and you know, and they're real lovable. And took a nap today, and guess where the cat was? Right on my lap. Uh, you know, it was all uh, all uh, snuggly. Uh, I, I bet Daniel had a night like that. Uh, I bet he had cat for pillow. Uh, you know, in, in verse 23, uh, it says that no manner of hurt was found upon him because he believed in his God. He, he didn't have a scratch. 
uh, not, not even a scratch on him. Daniel believed in his God. He had faith. Uh, not when it was easy, but when it was hard. He had faith even when it was hard. Sometimes it's, it's not easy to take a stand, but we must take a stand. Charles Spurgeon once said that if, if even if the lions had eaten Daniel, he wouldn't have enjoyed it. Because Daniel was 50% grit and 50% backbone. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think we need to have a little more grit, a little bit more backbone in our Christian life, don't you? Uh, you know, to take a stand for what's right, to stand for your faith, to take a stand. Uh, Hebrews chapter 11 talks about heroes of the faith and is considered the, the faith chapter. And verse down to 33, it says, Who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, and, and stopped the mouths of lions. I, I believe that verse is talking about uh, Daniel there in that verse. Amen. Uh, the, 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 the faith of Daniel is, is recorded in, in the New Testament. And, and what a testimony that are willing to take uh, 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 Daniel. Authentic people trust God even when it's not easy. You know, it's easy for us to, to act like Christians when we're at church, isn't it? We're not tempted to say that bad word that we sometimes slips out. We're not tempted to let the conversation go in a direction that it shouldn't go, that sometimes happens during the week. We're, we're surrounded by people that are godly people, and, and, and we don't have that temptation. But what happens when we get out there in the world? What, what, what is our life like when we, when we, between Sundays, between our church services? The last thing I want us to see is authentic people glorify God. We see that in verses 24 to 28. That's the way it ought to be for all of us. Whatever we do ought to glorify God. Take a look at verse number uh, uh, 26 uh, of our text. It says, I, I, meaning Darius, make a, a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom men tremble and fear before the God of Daniel for he is the living God and steadfast forever in his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed and his dominion shall be even unto the end uh, listen it, 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 uh, he, he, uh, he makes this statement did you see what happened here this started to be about Daniel and his testimony. But things shifted uh, because of Daniel's faithfulness. It glorified God. Uh, Daniel isn't the subject matter when the king starts talking. And it's the king talking here. He wasn't praising Daniel. He was praising his God. He, he, he recognized uh, that the God of Daniel was a mighty God and powerful in many ways. And, and so his testimony was, was not just to build himself up, but it was to point to the God that he worshipped. And so authentic people will, uh, will have a testimony that will glorify God. People, and listen, it's, I told you before, it's not about you. But, 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 but when people see uh, what God has done through your life, they can see the power of God and they trust in God for, for what God has done in your life. They can see that. Uh, it's, it's not to get a pat on your back. It's to, it, it's, it's to show the world what God can do. 
And, and that's what, uh, what happened in Daniel's life. Um, the king was praising Daniel's God. He's the living God, the unchanging God, whose kingdom is everlasting, he says. In verse number 27, it says, He delivered and rescued, and he worked signs and wonders in heaven and in earth, who had de- de- delivered Daniel from uh, the power of alliance. The king is saying this. The focus is not on Daniel. Now it's on Daniel's God. Uh, authentic people glorify God. That ought to be our goal. That ought to be our goal. Our goal. Here, one man affected an entire empire for the glory of God. You may say, I, I can't make a difference. But you can make a difference in your uh, sphere of influence. In your family. In your friends. That sphere of friends. At school, at work. You can make a difference if you remain faithful. You can make a, a difference. And if people will glorify God because of what he has done in your life. Matthew, again, chapter 5, verse 16, it says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Glorify your Father, not, not glorify you. We're not doing it to get a pat on the back. Everybody will will sing praises to you, but everybody will sing praises to God. That's that's where that's where the glory uh, needs to be. How is your light shining for God? How's your testimony? Can can people see your faith? Remember, the purpose is not to glorify oneself, but to glorify your Father, which is in heaven. Daniel was authentic. He was authentic. How about you? How how did he do it? Well, he consistently, from a teenager to a senior citizen, he was consistent in his life. He, it, you know, it doesn't matter where you find yourself in the in the the, the age scale, whether you're closer to the cradle than you are to the grave or maybe you're closer to the grave than you are to the cradle. We know we're all fit in different places. Uh, But it's never too late to be authentic. It's never too late. Let's be authentic. Let's take our faith beyond words and put it into action. I believe that's one of the greatest needs today and and, uh, we may have a few more uh, messages on this subject matter because I think it's important I think we need to be reminded about our testimony. I think we all have uh, some issues possibly that we, we could work on. I hope you remember the principles that we find in Daniel's life in this, in this story that we found here tonight. What about you? What is your testimony? What do people say about you? I, I said at the beginning, I know... None of us are perfect. And sometimes we mess up. But it's never too late to make a change. It's never too late to make a decision that we're going to do our best from this point forward to be authentic in our Christian life. The Lord's spoken to your heart tonight. I pray that you'll make a move as we sing the invitation. Let's pray. Let's stand, as we stand. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, 
thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord, for this message. Dear Lord, I just pray you would help us all as we go through our week that we would take a stand and be willing to to uh, be authentic in our life, not to play games with our Christian walk, that we might make an impact in people's lives, not to make ourselves look like somebody, but to bring glory to you, dear Lord, because you're the one that works in our lives. We can't do it on our own. We've tried, Lord, many times and failed. We must trust you. Regardless of what kind of pressures may may enter our life, dear Lord, I just pray that we'll never deny you, that we'll stay committed to you for our entire lives. Help us, Lord, to be what you'd want us to be. Forgive us, Lord, for all of our sins. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.